I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't think I'm ready to have another baby. It all just hit me all at once. I mean, there we were on our baby moon at this cute little beach motel. Sunday morning, daddy is hungover AF. That's as fuck for the kids. (laughs) And the baby is up. The child, the Wesley, he's up. He's awake. You're like... You're taking care of him. Daddy's hungover. And then you're like, I'm very tired too. So then we're all three in bed together. It's like 8 a.m. And then we have him watch YouTube videos of trucks so mommy and daddy can get an extra 20 minutes of Z's. (laughs) And how, if I can't even handle like a two and a half year old, how am I going to go back into the trenches of a newborn? I am not ready. It's all hitting me. I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> I can't. I don't think I, you know, you, you're the doctor said you had your, your what, your 30, 34 week appointment. Uh-huh. The doctor said they could come. They could come any day now. Yep. It probably will go another couple of weeks, but they could come any day now. And I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God. You're oh freaking my God, out. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I, ha- I made plans tomorrow. I made plans any day now. I know. But we have to cancel my meetings. Cancel the meetings. You're going to have to cancel. You're going to have to clear your schedule. Mm-hmm. The minute that I'm like, Ned, it's happening. Yep. Uh, you know, I actually have been feeling similarly. Oh, really? That like, I don't know if I remember how to do this. Mm-hmm. I actually downloaded a uh, like an online class. Really? That, that just talks how a little bit. How to be bit. a mom again? No. I, well, yes. <laughs> I mean, actually, yeah. But it, you know, it, it's a little bit more convoluted than that. It's like thirty-five hours of of like I don't know CPR and uh, like breastfeeding tips and all this kind of stuff. But mostly, I don't remember how much newborns sleep. No. Like. Do I have to feed it? Do I have to? <laughs> I blocked it out of my memory. I mean, I remember waking up a lot, but then you go right back to sleep, right? right? I remember Do I take naps sleeping, during the day? I remember doing a lot of sleeping in the rocker <laughs> with baby attached to my boob. Right, right. Yeah, I do remember there's a lot of boobs involved, but not <laughs> for me. No, no. no. Not for baby. you. Not no, for you didn't you didn't get very much boob action, did no, you? No, they're they're too sensitive for my, my clumsy man hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Uh yeah. Yeah. Those first few weeks are rough. 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 Uh yeah, so uh basically what I learned in the first hour of my baby class mm-hmm. uh that I was watching as I was trying to nap. Uh, the other day was uh, that babies need to eat every like two and a half to three hours. 
I, and I do remember that. And I remember thinking, what, you have to start the two and a half to three hour clock once you start breastfeeding or like start feeding because- and It takes like half an hour It takes like half an hour to breastfeed. Like they, their little tummies are so small, they can't get anything in there. Yeah, there's not going to be much sleep happening, and, uh, dude, especially with Wes. Whipping out titties all the time. Every and, two hours. And who's going to take care of wet? Like That's what I can't wrap my head around. It's like we did it once where it was only focusing on the newborn. And right. now Wes we is probably going to need Wes is probably going to need more attention right. than the newborn. Uh, I mean, am I just single-handedly focusing on Wes and then like flying in if you need a poo-poo cleanup? Probably. And you're just there the the food factory the food factory <laughs> at least for the first few days yeah right i don't know man that's what we're talking about today is one of our most requested questions it's how do you know that you're ready to have kids when oh, do you know man. how do you know you never know welcome to baby steps it's 34 weeks of pregnancy ariel is 34 weeks pregnant Hey, if you're watching, do us a favor and rate us five stars on iTunes, especially if you're watching on YouTube. Go over to iTunes, search for Baby Steps, hit subscribe, rate us five stars. It'll help other people discover the show. And uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for all of your comments. Babystepsadvice at gmail.com. You can write in, leave us a question. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about how do you know when you're ready. Let me start by saying uh, some fun facts about being 34 weeks pregnant. Sure, tell me, tell me about this my pregnancy. This is from our favorite, What to Expect When You're Expecting. It's uh, your baby is as big as a pineapple. A pineapple? Yeah, that's big. Wait, with the top and everything? I think with the top, that must be his legs, yeah. Mm. Spiky. I guess Spiky at this point, legs. you know, a lot of babies are born like... Between 19 and 20-something inches, mm-hmm. so. Right. So Pretty 17 big. to 18 inches, five pounds. Wow. So that's like just almost quite where Wes was. Yeah. And uh, your baby closes his eyes when he snoozes and opens them when he's awake. Wow. He's got some, some eyeball control. There you go. We've been You've been getting a lot of kicks lately. Oh, my goodness. I swear, I do not remember Wes being this active. Like raising a soccer team in Yeah. There. Seriously. It's like there's five babies in here. Like, yeah. how how can he be so active? It's it's pretty nuts. And, and baby number one passes it to baby number two. <laughs> baby number three streaking down the wing. Centers it to Messi. And it's a goal. 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 Uh, this to go around... I'm getting kicks in my ribs. Oh. How is that possible? How is baby all the way up here? Like, seriously, back, like, this is my space. <laughs> this is the space that I need for my organs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's encroaching <laughs> stay, in your stay territory. Stay in your spot. <laughs> well, it says here that as your baby grows, you may be able to see body parts like little hands and feet through your belly. Stop. I've definitely seen that. No, you haven't. Well, I haven't even seen that. I guess I haven't seen like hands per se, but I've seen like little like, like you see a little blob of a shoulder or an elbow. I mean, I've definitely seen that, but there's no like alien hand mm. pushing on my belly oh yeah i guess that is how what that said i wasn't interpreting it like that oh i hope we see that i kind of don't Little hope we like, see that no no that'd be so let weird. me out mother creepy Weird. creepy, creepy. 
spooky. Spooky. <laughs> well, we didn't do a Halloween episode this year, but if we had, we'd talk about awesome baby costumes. Baby costumes and pregnancy costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Ned has been dying to he was actually chatting with like one of our neighbors the other day and i heard you say yeah i'm gonna dress my wife up as and i was like excuse me you're gonna dress me up yeah i'm gonna get her all dolled up and we gonna be a little avocado family (laughs) it was unreal i I was about to walk outside i was about to walk outside and be like excuse me well, Do I have a choice? You you approved it. You, but I did. I'm, I'm I did. sort of like the. You're the, the producer of the, of our yeah. Our I'm, I'm working on logistics operations. Yeah, chief operations officer. It was pretty funny, just the way that you phrased it. I'm dressing my wife up as. <laughs> so this Halloween, we dressed up as avocado and avocado toast. <laughs> but they were all out of bread costumes, so I just um, I'm, I toasted a little piece of bread and glued it on a black t-shirt. <laughs> and we found an avocado costume for Ariel. It yeah. was adorable. And Although mine was a little strange. Yeah, Wesley was a little egg. Yeah. And a train conductor. But that was a different day. I mean, this is this is like Halloween just week time. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever he goes over to play with his little quarantine pod, he he wants to wear his his astronaut costume. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Halloween's every week when you're a kid. I'm pretty freaking excited that it's almost Christmas time. I know it's like November, but for me, the holidays start November 1st. You are telling me. This is why we get along so well is because Christmas music starts November 1. Tis the season, all the season. (laughs) But I think we're going to have a really adorable Christmas with our newborn baby. You think it's going to be cute and not like crazy? No, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be crazy. Merry Christmas to me, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. I don't know. I don't think we're gonna survive. We'll see. I've I gotta get you presents now. I've already gotten your presents. You know that. Yeah, yeah. I start shopping in January. Yeah, everyone starts <laughs> Christmas shopping Jan one. Christmas music Nov one. Um, <laughs> Ned starts Christmas shopping uh, December yeah, twenty one. Solid like December. <laughs> Like ninth Christmas shopper, like really, I, really cutting it close with that Amazon yeah, uh, delivery cutoff. Yeah, there. Target.com. Yeah. I, uh, I, I push the shipping windows quite significantly. I do like the Black Friday deals, um, but this year all the Black Friday deals are going to be like bottle warmers. I do, I, it's a bottle. Why does it need to be warm again? R- refresh my memory. <laughs> Is it because it's like body temperature? They don't yes. like it cold. They want it body temperature, but not too hot. But oh, you can't do it too I hot. Oh, it's all coming back to me now. We had a thing like a little device that warmed the bottles because you can't put them in the microwave. You're looking so stressed out, but hun, I've already taken care of all these things. Oh, they're that's like, good to know. They're in the closet of the nursery that I have already prepared. Mm-hmm. I've been nesting for. Nine months now. Yeah, uh, I think I think we're gonna be ready. I've just been harnessing the uh, the only. I've just been collecting straws for you to build the nest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You've you've been doing great. Yeah. Really thank good. you. Uh, but the only thing that I need you to do mm. at this point is to go to our uh, storage unit, uh-huh. which is a disaster area. Well, yeah. Uh, Your words, not mine. 
Would you disagree? No, oh, it's a disaster area. No, it's absolutely a disaster area, and I don't feel safe in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I need you to go there. I need you to get the car seat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And some of the newborn toys. Because Wes's car seat is too big now. Uh-huh. Let's let's rewind the clock. Let's take ourselves on a journey. Like two and a half, three years ago. Actually, yeah, over three years ago. When we were deciding to have children. Oh, yeah. What was going through our heads? How did we know that we were ready? That's a great. I think that's a question that you should begin with because did I'll ask my I'll interview myself. No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, I kind of I kind of want to know. Do you think I pressured you into having kids? Uh, I think a, a little bit. Yeah. Really? Like you, you think I was ready and you yeah, weren't you were definitely ready? ready before me. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't I I you let you gave me this time and space to wrap my head around it in right. my own we, we, manner and we time got a, and fashion. We got a dog yeah. to kind of like practice. That really helped. Yeah. A little bit. I didn't really want a dog either, but that's, you know, that's just, I, <laughs> I, I'm not great with dogs. So it was like, it was a big thing for me. Ariel is a big dog lady. She's a, she's a dog mom. I was oh. afraid of dogs growing up. So I wanted a dog as like to overcome the fear, but I had, I was not prepared for a dog. And, and that was really big because I certainly, when we got the dog, which I think we got the dog when you turned 30. Right, so that Is was that exactly like on my thirtieth birthday. That was when gotta... the baby fever started. You were like, you know, Ned, I'm I'm turning thirty now. So really, did I do that? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, you started getting concerned about your biological clock. Well, we started yeah. talking about it for sure. Like the precipitating, the inciting incident was turning thirty. Turning thirty. Sure. We weren't thinking about it at all before then. Yeah. And we decided to get a well, dog. Well, to... I don't know about we weren't thinking about well, it at all. Well, we weren't talking about it. We weren't talking I'm about it. I was certainly thinking about it, but, you know, I imagined it was a, a down the line type of thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do, you, uh, do you feel like there are certain, uh, like, milestones that we had to hit in order to feel ready for kids? I think so. Kids? I mean, I'll preface this by saying I don't think a person can ever be ready because you just have no idea what you're getting yourselves mm-hmm. into. Yeah. You like you just there's it's so different. It's such a paradigm shift. But some of the ways that a dog prepared us was we started we like we started caring for another living mm-hmm. being. Uh we, we couldn't stay out super late right. because we had to come home and like take him out or feed him. Yeah, you start going out a little less. You have to make arrangements if you do want to go out. So you start kind of coordinating in that way. Yeah, you need to be like a responsible human. Yeah. Which we weren't. We weren't, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) Uh, But we started to become that and our lives had more stability. Yeah. And then, I don't know, why. by the time we started talking about having children, it was then you were, you know... 32, I guess. So then it was really like, well, we better get on this. Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking, yeah. <laughs> if we want to have multiple children, we're, we really got to get going. And there was also a sense of my career was stabilizing. That's true. That that I think that was a big one. Yeah. That was definitely a big one. I mean, so uh, a lot of the questions that we have been getting on the email have been, you know, how much do I need to save 
in order yeah. to have kids. And, you know, this episode coming off of our stuff episode. Oh, that's true. You know, where our listeners probably now think that babies are the most expensive thing in the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they they are and they're not. Right. It's, it's you like, don't need all that stuff. We're you don't need about. all that stuff. Like there are... There sort of are like, moms if you in... are going to get the stuff, this is the best stuff <laughs> in our humble opinions. But there's, you know, it's all, it's all very expensive. And at the end of the day, you just need a way to, to, to clean it, clean them, the sleep them, sleep them, <laughs> wash them. How, them. okay. So I did a little bit of research. How much do you think a baby costs in the first year of life? I think $20,000 was probably the average. That's actually uh, a- like somewhat accurate. Really? It's it's somewhere between like 10 and $25,000. Mm. I know that's a huge like a, a a massively wide range, but you know, it depends on your health insurance and uh all that kind of stuff and whether you're breastfeeding and whether you're formula feeding. There are certain things that go into taking care of a child that can be very very expensive. Yeah. Um, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, name for me the number one most expensive thing that you think. That'd be diapers, right? I mean, those are just like really. You think diapers on, on repeat, refresh. Think, think about our life. Yeah, and think about what oh, do we baby actually? Clothes. No, you child buy, care. You buy a lot. Oh, child care. Oh, yeah, right, right. right child right, right, right. care. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. absolute that like kids don't need a thousand toys. Kids don't mm-hmm. need a thousand clothes. Mm-hmm. I, I understand where you're coming from. Yes, I do like to buy baby clothes. Yeah, but in in general. Yeah. It, no, that you're that is right. the number one thing that you have to think about when I mean, even you, if you're say you were a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Yeah, you're basically like taking yourself out of the workforce. Exactly. So the price of like of of losing that income mm-hmm. or the price of paying for uh you know, a daycare or mm-hmm. a nanny mm-hmm. or, you know, say you have a family member who can, uh, who can come in, you know, like childcare is the number one thing that you have to think about. And this is sort of what I was circling around when I was thinking about when did we think that we were ready for kids? And I realized that I, that we, it wasn't a financial decision. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a, 
I mean, I guess in some ways it, it kind of had to do with my age just because it gets, it does actually get more difficult as you get a little bit older to conceive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was more about our support system. Right. And how much like I could rely on our support system to be there for us. Right. What do you mean by that? Oh, I mean, uh, like- my parents were in a place in their lives where they could spend amounts, you know, large amounts of time with mm. us um, and, and help take care of. Pseudo retired. Yeah, pseudo retired. Um, now they're I've, officially retired for baby number two. That's true. Congratulations. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, our friends were a little bit more open to the, you know, like the idea that we wouldn't be around as much. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It it all just sort of fell into place in that way. Yeah. Would, would you agree? I think so. Yeah. I don't know what. I certainly like wasn't ready, ready, but like I I accepted that I it was something that we wanted to try, that I wanted to try, and then uh, that we would just figure it out. And it, I at the time I felt ready. In retrospect, I wasn't ready, but I think that's. That's as good as you're gonna get is feeling ready. Yeah. Because you, yeah, you, you can prepare as much as you want, and then it's like jumping out of a plane. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Pull the ripcord. I mean, I, I would say that like of the emails that we get, yeah, m- most of the emails are from women, and like thirty five to forty percent of the emails that we get are about this question. They're yeah. about when are you ready for kids. Um, and the fact that these are coming from women, I think it says a lot. It's, it's like women are thinking about this, but from a, from a guy's perspective, I mean, when, what are you thinking about? For me, it was so much about my career. Like I, there was no way I would have wanted to have children earlier in my career because you're like, you're working so many extra hours. You're trying to do things above and beyond to get to a position where you're at where you want to be and where you have more control over what you're doing and you're at a higher level. Uh, there's that was, that was something where, and ironically right before the baby came, my career was in a, a huge state of flux because we were starting the try guys company. But when we were deciding to have children, I was in this two year Buzzfeed contract that was, I had a, a high degree of autonomy over what I was doing. There was a lot of, you know, there's still issues with like management and production, whatever. But it was like I wasn't a, I wasn't as much like kind of doing other people's projects. I had some degree of like these are these are my own projects. You know, yeah. a lot of the videos that we did in that time kind of reflect that. And uh, we were more social media famous or so starting to do some like sponsored content campaigns that were more lucrative than my salary. So that was kind of getting us this financial stability. So that was really a sense of like, Oh, okay. I've kind of gotten a, to a place where I'm, I know like, I know what I'm doing in this, in this new area. And even as I knew that my contract had an end date, but you know planning on starting our own company i was like i had all the skills and the capability and 
I knew how to do that. And I was confident that that would just go even better. Sure. Uh, so I guess that's kind of when I felt like I was ready because it was, it was a sense of like, I had, I had gotten to a point where I knew what I was doing. Right. And I was at a, a place where I could feel like I could provide for a kid. Yeah. Did you ever worry about uh, leaving for a period of time? Le- oh, like, like paternity, paternity leave. leave? Yeah. Um, not really. I-, I think earlier I did. You know that knee surgery I got? Yeah. I could have gotten that years ago, but I pushed it off because I didn't want to take two weeks off of work. Right, yeah. Like that was just like... That, that would have just like sort of messed yeah, up your just whole so much happening or your like schedule making videos all the time or uh, working on bigger projects. It just felt like a big interruption and kind of knowing that the baby was coming made me think, oh, I actually really if I'm going to do this surgery. I better do it now before it gets even crazier. I think knowing that I was leaving BuzzFeed made it a little bit easier to have a kid because I knew I was going to have more flexibility in my schedule. You know, you probably didn't think very much about uh, paternity leave and and how it would affect your your career too much because you know that you'd only be taking like six weeks off or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it was never a consideration of oh, I'm going to take a year off to be a stay at home dad. Right. That wasn't in our plans. Yeah. But what was it like for you? Because that was something you were planning on doing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, for a lot of women, it's a huge uh, like career sacrifice. Yeah. Because for uh, I wanted to take six months off. I wanted to, you know, really focus on having a child and 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 breastfeeding and and just you know taking care of of an infant. Um, while I could, and and so at the time I I was a self employed um, interior designer. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take clients when when I was you know like a month postpartum. So I basically in the last few months of of uh, of pregnancy, I just phased out of work. I just like finished all of my all of my client work, and I didn't start looking for new clients yeah. and, and I, and I didn't take new clients. You know, if, if somebody emailed me or if somebody, uh, or, you know, if I got a phone call or something like that, I was like, you know, I'm not taking clients until, uh, until next fall. Did it's, you feel like that was limiting? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was, I mean, I was scared. I was scared that I wasn't going to be making an income. You know, it, you really have to, uh, trust in your partner at mm-hmm. that point. Um, and, there are, you know, every, families come in all different shapes and sizes. And so there are some some families out there who are single moms or, um, you know, single income families that uh, are that have to deal with with uh, with this kind of like upheaval in mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. in their lives. I, I remember my mom only took six weeks off Whoa. when she had me. Yeah, she. Uh, so like right at the six week mark, she went right back to work. Hmm. I mean, she, uh, well, I mean, we, we have friends who, uh, are doctors and, um, yeah. Close friend of mine. I think the, uh, the 
female partner went right back to work and the guy was a stay-at-home dad for a year. Yeah. Where where was she in her she was like in her residency when she yeah. got pregnant? Mhm. Wow. I mean, I think about that Very sometimes the time I, of being a doctor. And I think to myself mm-hmm. like how, how, you know, what kind of uh experience that must have been if you're right in the middle of your like yeah career you already kind of had a flexible schedule right exactly we were we were very fortunate uh that i could take that much time off right um and that you were able to take a a a good amount of time off as well yeah um but there are there are families out there who do not have that that kind of flexibility i mean and I, I am glad that uh, it all worked out because I, I'll, as confident as I was, I guess if things hadn't worked out uh, or like our new company was struggling, right? that would have been very, very stressful because you it certainly was those first couple of months, but I still had a, a high degree of confidence that we would yeah. pull it off. I mean, for me, you basically left BuzzFeed. I was seven months pregnant. Yeah. Uh, Go on cobra for our health we insurance. had to go on cobra there's a ticking time clock and also it gets a lot more expensive i mean you guys were starting your own company rachel was there it was nuts i mean you guys still were trying to figure out whether you were going to be able to keep the name try guys mm-hmm. like, yeah we were negotiating <laughs> a agreement to purchase the ip we had worked on for years and you years. were massively stressed i remember I remember that time being a blur of just late nights and meetings yeah. and contracts and lawyers and just uh, filming as much as filming we can. as much as you possibly could. Uh, yeah. We had a. Whole, yeah, I mean, you rough. you guys had a whole a whole <laughs> schedule uh, up until the forty week mark for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then when Wes came early, it was just like, "Well, fuck it. What mm-hmm. are we gonna do?" <laughs> I even though it was chaotic, somehow that was I was more okay with that than I would have if it was like, you know, two years prior. Really? Yeah. Why? When I was like in kind of in the middle at BuzzFeed, my salary was not very good at all. Uh-huh. Uh I didn't really know what I was doing in terms of like, you know, growing a profile or, or, you know, what like branded content is like, I, I, so basically I'm, I'm working a ton, not making that much money and don't really know how to take the next step in my career. It was very, very stressful and very hard, but I felt like I knew what I was doing. Like I was then at a, a prime position to like, just make all that happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, a I lot of times, sense or not, but it was like, it was very stressful, but it was coming from a place of like confidence and and experience rather than just like just really struggling and trying to get better at things. Sure, I feel like a lot of times for women, uh, this like the baby the the age at which women start to have children, at least in our circle of friends and acquaintances, is like late 20s early 30s right and and you know by no means should that be a a guide people can have babies whenever they want um but to me that seems like that's right around the time when 
women are also starting to really mm. thrive in their careers. Mm-hmm. And that says a lot about um, the the choices that are being made here. And, 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 and it also, uh, I mean, I think it brings up some, some big questions. Yeah. It was all like, it was all the, the other parts of our lives that made us not ready for kids. I think as a couple and like as a relationship, we were ready for kids, you know, years before we had Wes. Yeah, probably. I, I would have been comfortable taking that step in, you know, I don't know, 2014, if we were at the place in our careers where we were. I think it's really hard in entertainment because it's not like you really have a career for so much. Like, I was like working unpaid or a $10 an hour internship for like uh, into my late 20s. I know. Other other industries, you don't necessarily have that. By the time you're 25, you probably like have a decent salary and you're, I don't know, you have a career path or a trajectory just like so so much more stressful in entertainment where that was like you know the in terms of how i saw my life like there's no way i could be thinking about like a, do- a baby or even a dog until <laughs> like i kind of had either like made it or not made it and given up and started doing something else so that's why i think it wasn't really on my radar cuz it was just such a a daunting you know it's like i was doing midnight shows and yeah i mean so there are women in your industry who are doing exactly the same thing Mm. they're you know they're doing the midnight shows they're they're like you know hustling uh but they are also you know thinking about this you know they have this voice in the back of their head that says if you want kids there is a time limit on this you know yeah i can imagine it's it's even more pressure because yeah. it's just such a, a competitive industry. I mean, you can, imagine if you got your dream job at age 33 or something, right? right? When you're like finally have the experience and connections able to achieve things that you really want to. Right. Like, how are you going to, after working your entire life to get to this point, then kind of jeopardize that by taking yourself out of the work. I can see why some women choose to uh, freeze their eggs and, and delay that process. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's certainly not a choice for everybody, but um, yeah, I mean, that is, Rachel was just telling us a story about how like, here's a a CEO in entertainment who, who knew that she was going to be uh, not stopping for years. And she was, you know, getting her dream job Mm -hmm. and, and decided to just take childbirth, uh, you know, take that stressor off the table. You know, I think that's really, really interesting. And uh, and it's a there's a there's a big yeah a big uh, rift there between men and women. Uh, yeah, it is. You know, it's interesting. Some of my other friends who are in other industries, their main concerns were like, you know, wanting to travel more. Or like wanting to be able to go out still, like right. That wasn't. I don't know about you, but I, I kind of, I was like, oh, we'll still be able to travel after we have kids, and 
Yeah, for there sure. wasn't the sense of like, oh, I have to have all the fun in my 20s before I have kids. I think it you was, had a little bit of that. Well, maybe a little bit. Yeah. But I, I was more like, oh, I have to like achieve career success or I'll never achieve career success. Sure, sure. Uh, that is probably true. I have one. I have this question from uh, from our emails. Um, this one is on marriage advice. Oh. Uh, from L. Hi, Ned and Ariel. I'm 24, 25 in November, and my husband is the same age. We met about nine years ago, been together seven years, and got married in March. Uh, he's brilliant, the most caring, thoughtful, goofy person I've ever met, but I'm so nervous. I'm so worried that we will take the next step and it will all go wrong. Mm. Uh, we are each other's uh, first and only serious long-term relationship. I've been thinking a lot now about how we haven't been with other people. We haven't experienced different relationships to learn from. Uh, is it normal to have this this cold feet about having kids and taking the next step? Uh, I've tried to speak to him and he's very confident that we'll be just fine and we'll be able to have those open and honest conversations. <laughs> um, you know, we don't really have anybody to talk to because all the married people in our life are a lot older. Um, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What do you say to people who are like, do you think that you need to be at a place in your relationship Absolutely. to be ready to have kids? How long did it say they've been married for? Uh, they've been together seven years, but looks like uh, they're not actually married yet. March next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I Having kids was a really surprising stressor on our relationship. Oh, yeah. I, that's one of the things I really didn't expect. I was somewhat prepared for, you know, the physical demands of lack of sleep or, you know, lack of freedom or uh, kind of, you know, having to change dirty diapers and all that. But what I, I was very unprepared for was how much those physical stressors, uh, both on your body and on your time, impact your relationship. Oh, for sure. You suddenly don't have the energy or... Uh, time or space to work through something that is a, an issue or a disagreement. And you'll have more disagreements and issues because you're confronting a whole bunch of new challenges. Right. You might not always feel the same way about them. Yeah, yeah. But you have no time to be able to talk about it. So you can kind of find a consensus or understand the other person's point of view. And there's so much to do that you can feel undervalued or unappreciated because there's just, there's no way there's always more to do. And there's, there's always, so much. you're always going to like, you can be at max effort and there's still things left on the table for both people. So then you feel, Oh, I'm doing all this stuff and nobody notices. And the other person is like, I'm doing all this stuff and nobody notices. And you, you, it's, it's really tough. And yeah. I think, it was, we we had some, it was a little rocky at times, 
but we we what we did was we carved out time to talk about it like during the day when we were baby less sleeping stressed or, or baby yeah. sleeping or we have like mother-in-law around to take care of the baby go out to lunch or something yeah you know i i feel like that's something that we have started to do more and that i hope that we can stick with with this baby yeah uh and i and, and i actually it it makes me feel a little bit more prepared um that you and i are our go-to now is to just compliment each other mm. You know, that's nice. Or thank each other. Yeah, that's sort of our our that that's like a through line in our relationship right now. When things get hard, You're very good at podcasting, might I say? Oh well, <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really like your shirt today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, it's it's like when when you s- empty the dishwasher, mm-hmm. I make an effort to say thank you right you know i make an effort to to notice that the effort that you were putting in yeah and to to say something about it when you fold the laundry i say thank you for folding the laundry right exactly it's like you know we we that's just like what we do but it's nice to feel seen (laughs) right exactly and i think i think that's really going to help us this go round. i hope so yeah because i remember yeah it was definitely you just didn't feel seen. Yeah. And oftentimes, you know, the one night or time you can carve out for like a date, right? A date night. All of a sudden you haven't talked about all this stuff and it comes pouring out and then your date night becomes like fight night. Right. <laughs> totally. Like, Wait a second. This is, this is, Wait, this is supposed to be relaxing so, and like, <laughs> and like romantic. Yeah. And suddenly it's, it's like, I can't believe that you did that or you're, you've been spending so much time on stupid things or yeah yeah uh so yeah being able to carve out time specifically to kind of work through things is really huge because then you can allow your dates to be actually fun and you know connect (laughs) with each other like two human beings and they don't even have to be dates my god Uh, it could just be like chinese food (laughs) and a 20 minute episode of a tv show (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but I think that's that's one thing that uh, that really helped us was just finding that time to connect. Yeah. Um, and uh, but that but I don't think that you need to have a uh, a relationship in order to have kids. No. I think that that it depends on what your support system looks like. You know. Right. Families come in all different shapes and sizes. Sure. But and if so, you're worried about your the impact kids will have on your relationship, yeah, I I would suggest trying to make your relationship as as strong as, as possible. As strong as possible. You know, make sure if, that you're if both you're on worried, you should probably wait. You think? I think so. Okay. What if you're just worried forever? Well, then you shouldn't wait. That's the that's that's where it gets tricky because you could. I, that's where it's like I don't think you're ever ready. Yeah. So if you think you're a little bit ready, you should just do it. Yeah. But. It is, uh, if someone like is, they've not known each other very long, it would, you know, I would try and give it some time so that you can have a, a bedrock of, because we've been together for, we've been married for six years. We've uh-huh. been married for, or been together for eight years when we had a kid. Yeah. And it was still very difficult on our relationship. Yeah. So. I think that's just a fact of life. Know. It's just difficult. Babies are yeah. hard. But that was even after all of the 
things we had been through and right. the ways that we had, you know, gotten good at resolving conflicts and had <laughs> a, just a good relationship with each other. Yeah. I think if you don't have that, maybe it's that much harder. Yeah. Do you feel like our relationship has changed? Uh, after kids? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. I think our lives have changed. I don't <laughs> think our relationship has really changed. Really? Yeah. Do you think our relationship has changed? I Yeah, I, definitely. I mean, I think our relationship changes all the time. Mm, that's true. You know, uh, I guess I never really thought about like our relationship having a baseline mm. of, you know, a certain amount of, I don't know, feeling, emotion, passion. Uh-huh. Uh, but those things certainly go up and down as things happen to us. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> having a child was a it's very a big, big thing, thing that happened to thing. us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, I think our relationship has definitely changed. Um, I think that I appreciate things about you, different things about you. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate what a good father you are. Oh, that's nice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's just other things. Yeah. There, there are so many other elements to our relationship that we now have. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I was thinking of it as like, I think we're saying the same thing. Cause Do I, was I still thinking, like, like you? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> our, like all the like our lives have changed, but like the way I feel about you is the same. And in here fact, I am it's, it's on our podcast, and grown. Ned, I'm asking you the question. Do you still like do me? Do you still like me? Do you still like me? Yes, I do still you like do? you. You do? Are you lying? <laughs> do you still like me? Mm, that's the real question, isn't it? Of course <laughs> I still Tune in like next week to find out the answer. <laughs> no, but that's that's a really good question is, you know, you your 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 relationship does change. Yeah. Um your relationship with a lot of people changes, not just your partner. Yeah, that's um, true. Your relationship with your parents change? Your relationship yeah. with your friends? Your relationship with your single friends? You just, <laughs> there's like, they're, they're, you can connect on so many levels with your uh, your friends that don't have children yet, but there are some where they just don't, un- they just will never understand. They will never understand. <laughs> and the pandemic is another dimension. Did you know, I was reading the other day that in September when virtual school started, four times as many women as men left the workforce. What, like that's a huge impact. That's a huge impact, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it really doesn't surprise me because. But imagine now what the workforce is going to look like in a year, in two years after this pandemic kind of settles. Um, I mean, settles isn't the right word, but after you know, I hope it settles. <laughs> I mean, if you think there's a there's a point in time, maybe it's when a kid's like six years old, where they can go to a public school for free. You know, childcare, if you consider school like childcare, which it kind of is. Which, which many people do. Is, many people do. And it that's, becomes free. That's, that's so, why we're struggling with this huge uh, problem with opening schools versus not opening schools. Yeah, is because it is basically really childcare. childcare. But why isn't there free childcare for two-year-olds? Why don't we have public schools for, you know, public daycares? That's a that's a huge huge question, that, and that's that's actually it's funny that you bring that up. That was something that I uh, I studied a lot in college. Actually, was like um, 
early start programs. Mm. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because there there actually are programs where uh, you can send kids to like, you know, um, state funded preschools and, and things like that. And it, it actually really helps with their um, like education yeah, as, i'm sure it does it's like 100 percent focused on them right exactly i'm sure it helps with society at large then you have more women rejoining the workforce right yeah like women can actually go back to work or you know uh um contribute to to a yeah to like a family uh we should have that that's yeah. i mean it's one of those things that is <laughs> On the, on the ticket. <laughs> yeah, they, I remember we're looking at preschools right now, and the, the preschool, it's like it costs money, right? And you think right. of it like, oh my god, this preschool is like ten thousand dollars. Like that's insane to be paying like ten thousand dollars for a kid's school. But then you think of it like childcare, mm-hmm. or compare it to like a nanny or something. You're like, well, that that's pretty good deal. That's pretty good deal. It's, I mean, we're we're going right back to it. Childcare is yeah. the biggest factor, I think, in knowing what whether or not you're ready to have a child is who's going to take care of it. Right. Who, right. Like, are you ready to leave the workforce? Are you prepared to, uh, like, do you have a support system mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. can that can help you with this with the 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 onus of watching a child right at like for 24 hours a day somebody has to be there when they're sleeping mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like somebody has to be there we uh, i mean we dealt with this this morning right. when we were both yeah. trying to get ready for the podcast and Wes is running amok around the house like somebody's got to be watching him mm-hmm. you know or he's got to get hurt yeah it's i mean he 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 slipped and bumped his head you were in your underwear i was in the shower yep and we're like oh no uh one of us has to handle this yeah (laughs) yeah exactly i mean even at two and a half and like you know when they're when they're even younger it it, they take even more yeah uh, even more care because they can't feed themselves. I, I mean, it's- I should also say we're saying all this, and it is feels very daunting. It is a little daunting, but it's also there's not going to be some magical point where all the stars have aligned, and you're like, now I am ready to have kids. Like the I don't, stars don't align. You're, you're like never that. ready, and that's okay. You kind yeah. of you you will figure it out. You will figure it out, and lean on all the support systems that you have: your friends, your family. Yeah. Your coworkers, I mean, just like whatever, wh- wherever you find your family, yeah, like create family. Create you create you know? family, you create you a create support your system. Yeah, yeah, you really do, <laughs> and that's that's one of the really big things is in raising kids today in mm-hmm. in our society and our in uh, um, just where we are in yeah. life. Uh, it, like, is you you may not have an actual village. You yeah, know, you may right. not be near your parents. You may not have a, a, a close group of friends that also has kids. Mm-hmm. You have to create those support systems around yourself um, in order to, in order to really care for a child and, and, and make, make it so that you can also do the things that you need to do, like 
you know, who knows what you need to do. Maybe you need to go to work. Maybe you need to, uh, you know, maybe you have uh, health issues and you need to be like going to the hospital sometimes. It's, you know, there there are all sorts of things that people are dealing with. You're a professional gamer and you, you need to be on Twitch for 10 hours a day just playing video games. I mean, Sorry, honey, it's my job. It's a job, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not about finances. It's not about, you know, owning a home yeah or you can do it in a variety of spaces you know the baby sleeps like in your room for several weeks months baby can sleep in your room for years (laughs) it's not you know uh it's like there you will go out to bars less and take fewer plane flights so there is a redistribution of your own personal finances (laughs) that helps uh for sure you know helps the cost (laughs) yeah 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 uh, yeah it's it's really it's all about that support system yeah well i'm glad that you are my support system oh sweetie i hope that i am yours as well (laughs) you well of course you're my support system but our support system goes way beyond just the two of us yeah uh i mean i i honestly uh it's funny that you say that because I I didn't even really think about you as my support system. That's true. I'm I thought just, about just us, I'm, yeah, in the trenches and yeah. everybody else as the support system. Yeah, I'm not of, I'm not support. I'm like I'm like main artillery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like yes, you are a very supportive husband and father, but yeah. Uh, no, I mean we. I'm a tank. We have built a, <laughs> we we have built a village around ourselves. Yeah. Um, and and. That's that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And your parents are going to be coming tomorrow. They are. Yeah. So that the we village can have is here. They're ready in case the baby comes early. In case the baby be comes tomorrow, I have been thinking. Uh, like when I go to bed, I'll be like, "Okay, please don't, please don't come tonight. My parents aren't here yet. <laughs> we're not ready. We're not ready. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, who am I going to call to take care of Wes? Yeah. All right." Well, thank you all for listening. Again, hit us up on iTunes. Search for Baby Steps. Give us that subscribe, that thumbs up. Rate are us you, five are stars. You, are you trying to do a sexy voice right now? No. Am I? Is it working? You're you're doing like a sultry, oh, like very yes. white voice. My my my. Oh my goodness! Oh, I, wow. I hope that we answered uh, those questions about whether or not you're ready for kids yeah if we didn't write us more questions at babystepsadvice at gmail.com yeah the answer is you're never ready you know pour yourself a nice cool glass of chardonnay and fire up a couple of downloaded episodes of baby steps (laughs) you're gonna get through it (laughs) is that my catchphrase now you're gonna get until next time you're gonna get through it (laughs) (laughs) i like that yeah